G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. a human construct what cr- created to measure lifespans what do you i need to get uh the little uh koofy on your head so we can- <laughs> man all i want to do is be super woke for one month i do want to get that meme on myself so i can use it like <laughs> i need to figure out who's making them because i would totally make one for myself bruh and the the best ones are the one where your eyes are glowing. Like that's the best. One. Oh yeah, like yo, fam, like you a woke robot. Something <laughs> <laughs> to liberate all. Yeah, oh, that's so. funny. On this last episode of uh, 2019, um, my co-host, my man, my brother, my main man, Rob Bobby G, and me, you know, Jarrell Dapper J, we we are here. This is the recap of the year. Recap of the decade is coming soon, but recap of 2019 is here. You are listening to it. So forget all the other top. I mean, there's there's topics we haven't covered from the Christmas episode till now, like LeBron's on his four game losing streak that uh you don't know what to talk about. He was trash on Christmas Day, but you know he was trash. <laughs> He y'all played. throw around certain adjectives, and then y'all don't, and y'all don't hold everybody else to that accountability. I mean, I can hold the Rockets to that standard because they was garbage. They lost to the fucking Warriors, but y'all don't say shit. 
Who's、right. y'all? Y'all, the media. All I hear is one story about that. All I heard was one, two. Y'all don't play like boo boo juice, dookie. And y'all gonna try to talk about the king like he ain't having near a triple double. It would have been a meaningless triple double. <laughs> so now every time you don't win and you get a triple double, it's meaningless? No. Y'all just haters, yo. No, no that's not true. Y'all just a bag of haters. He played, he did not have his best game. It was a C level game. It wasn't trash. It was an average game. What? It was a, it, started it was out a, bad and it ended bad. <laughs> he started out 0 for 8. 0 for 7. He ended 9 for 24. So it was like 9 for 7. So he shot 50% after that. Like, he was okay. So you said、like, 0 for 7 <clears throat> and then 9 of 24? Nine, he ended the game 9 for 24. So after going 0 for 7, he was 9 for 17, which is 50, a little over 50%. Like, come on, yo. Yeah, I'm doing like. Threes, <clears throat> Okay, like yo, he he was pulling for no reason. <laughs> like I didn't say he had a good game. I'm just, I'm just saying it wasn't trash. Like yo, I can point to trash games. Anytime you lose to the Warriors, trash. <laughs> What does yeah, this mean? Hard and trash, bro. You drop ninety points if you lose to these Warriors, trash. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we'll we'll omit that until I mean, unless LeBron continues losing streak into 2020. But um, yeah, now LeBron loses 10 games in a row, or even five in a row, or something, you know. Then we should talk about it. But y'all just jumped on him and something like, oh, come on, fam! Like one of the games he was out, the other game AD was out. Like, what are we doing here? That's fair, but we'll we'll get to all that later, man. We need to talk about the year in review. So we got sports, music, pop culture. We got all of that. So let's get straight to it, man. NFL year in review. I just want to say、um, a lot has happened in football. But has it? You said has it? Yeah. <laughs> I, Taylor been doing that lady too, bro. <laughs> I gotta chill with that. Cause、um, he a real nigga. She is. So I'm not. You're not about to. Oh yeah, you lost, nigga. But <laughs> hear me out. Rob and I, we we go back almost. It'll be 12 years next year, which is insane, right? Will it? Yes. Oh wait, that's when we met. Sheesh. Oh yeah, it'll be 12 years. I gotta say, I gotta cut you off, bro. Like, you know, so, we've been friends for too long. Rob, Rob and I, we have predicted a lot of things. A lot of it's come true. Most of it by very me. Very rare that things that Rob has predicted exceeded his expectations, and things that I have predicted have exceeded expectations. I said it on the earlier podcast this year, and I'll say it again: the two things that exceeded expectations of anything I could have fathomed is Drake. This is talking sports. Patrick Mahomes. I told Rob the wave. I told him. He told me I was tripping. You know, typical Rob. Stop slobbing his penis. Like all, all that salami meat talk, right? And what this man did、really、wild his, things in his first full season: fifty touchdowns, ten、mm-hmm. picks. It only took him to be redshirted. A D Ford penalty from the Super Bowl. Oh, now we blaming people now. Oh, I'm totally blaming. <laughs> Are you serious? Julian Edelman went and congratulated the Chiefs defender, and then it was just like a flag. <laughs> I'm still hurt, dog. We were robbed. Yeah, definitely getting it this year. 
we'll see, man. But um, nah, man, it's beautiful. Like Mahomes is the reigning MVP. Taking him for now. His successor will be Lamar Jackson, which is beautiful because again, Rob and I, we stand for we we stand for many things. Like we are an advocate for a variety of people. But it's very rare that the people we are an advocate for, we are both mutually like, he is that dude though. So like I like Patrick Mahomes, and after a while, Rob was like, "Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man, he nice." Which is very rare if you know Rob, because Rob is known to be a supreme hater of a lot of things that I enjoy, mm-hmm. or in general. But I'm not a hater though. And his guy is Lamar, Lamar Jackson. That's been his the name. goat. Rob watches three college football games a year, and he'll pick a player he likes. I'm gonna tell the you what game part, I'm watching tonight. Yeah, it's going to be some good games in there. Shout out to Clemson. You know, that's, part, that's my squad, you know. It's, I mean, it's, it's four good teams across the board, man. No, it's not four good teams. Are you serious? Oh, I don't think it's a paper champion like they always are. Hey, Chase Young different, bro. PG County, man. <clears throat> Shout out to you, bro. Your team's Fugazi, though. And we're going to see that tonight. All that rush in the past ain't going to do nothing when the next white chocolate come out there and kill the game. Huh? Then you got Joe Burrow, Heisman Trophy. That's, Shut that's, up. Oh, you not claiming him? Nah, fam. That's your Heisman. Wow. First Rob didn't claim Baker. Now he not well, claiming Baker's, Baker's Trump Heisman. <laughs> I told y'all what it was. Baker ain't shit. And Baker ain't shit. So what's up? I ain't claim Manziel neither. You know, even though I respect the, his game, but I told y'all he wasn't going to be shit in the league, though. Yeah, that's Matt Hassan where I tell y'all like it is. You know what I'm saying? Marcus Mariota ain't shit. He lost me some money, too, bum-ass nigga. Shout out Jameis, though. The GOAT! <laughs> the GOAT! They See, that's a Hassan for, for 30 you. Mil next Give year. me them M's. If Kirk Cousins can get uh, what, 84 all guaranteed and he ain't did shit, Amazing his whole career. <laughs> the nigga, a nigga who got seven dubs after eating a W, nigga, 30 a mil a year. But anyway, <laughs> like, man, if Dak get paid, Winston need to get paid. Dak want 40, which is absurd. Dak wants a contract. That's what he needs to want. That's it. Because you don't deserve shit. I How the hell you from with a division that bad? We'll, we'll, we'll see, man. But I say all that to say, you know, Lamar is, he's been the doing goat. things that already that Rob and I believed he was capable of, but now the whole world gets to see it. And it's, it's been beautiful, man. It's, it's one of those things where yeah. told y'all what it was week one when he went off. Oh, it's just the Dolphins. And then it kept happening. You're like, oh, he's really that guy, you know, second player, 3,000. Pat or 3,000 passing yards. No, he's the first player with 3,000 passing yards, 1,000 yards rushing mm. in the NFL. Mm. You know, broke Vic's record. Mm. I mean, some of the plays he made, they're going to go down and hit that, that spin move against Cincy, bro. We're going to watch I'm that for the rest of our lives. All I'm saying is he is electrified, and when he captures the Super Bowl, Big Something trust. that the main man, Michael Vick, did not do. He will be the greatest mobile quarterback of all time. 
the greatest mobile quarterback. Yes. Define mobile because I could counter that argument. Steve Young, shut up. No one cares. I already know you was going to bring that out. You had Jerry Rice lost next. Like, you so was he was a system quarterback. As, he's like top five most efficient pass. He got a thousand? He had Jerry Rice. I'd be efficient too if I had the goat catching balls for me. What the fuck you mean? Pause. <laughs> but yeah, like, you're crazy. What? He was a system. Joe Montana killed it. He went to Kansas City, killed the game. Still, right? Yeah. Steve Young just came in there and Bill Walsh was already the GOAT. <laughs> Jerry Wright was already the GOAT. Steve has an MVP. I think he has Steve also had T.O. passer rating record, I think. He had Jerry Rice. <laughs> Where are you not getting this? <laughs> he was throwing at the other guys outside of Jerry. Yeah, too. like Jerry Rice. <laughs> no, like Brent Jones, Ricky Waters. He had other people. Oh, 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 so we just gonna name Ricky Waters like he ain't one of them niggas. He nice. That's what I'm saying. I he mean, like he was making scrubs good or something. I didn't say he still a Super Bowl record for most touchdowns in the Super Bowl with six. So I'm just saying. Who did he throw them to? They all went to Jerry Rice, so let's stop. <laughs> I'm they, just they saying how many, how many how many went to Jerry? I think three. No, it's okay, then. Half your touchdowns went to the GOAT. <laughs> like, yo, life is easier when I got Jerry lined up. All I'm saying. And just, Lamar Jackson will be the GOAT. The greatest mobile quarterback of all time once he wins the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, MVP. Only ones, only ones that have achieved the Super Bowl level. You're not counting Steve Young. So, what, Steve McNair? You can't count Steve Young. What did he do? What, what do you mean, what did Steve Young do? Ain't worried about him. He got a thousand yards rushing in the season? No. No, but he got. He, he was once the all time leader in rushing touchdowns for a quarterback. Aww. That's cute. What is the fuck? I'm saying I got three thousand passing plus if, if Lamar and a thousand rushing seat. If Lamar wins the Super Bowl, he is the GOAT because he would have passed Vic and the other two mobile quarterbacks who are also league MVPs and Cam Newton or Steve McNair, they didn't win a bowl. Exactly. You you can count Steve Young too, fam. He don't got three thousand and a thousand. Sorry. And the ring, ain't fam. But I'm gonna use your excuse. There's no way he would have a thousand yards rushing when Jerry Rice is your receiver. I'm just saying. No one's had a thousand yards rushing when Jerry Rice has been that receiver. Steve Young having a thousand yards rushing when he has the. If he was, if he was Lamar Jackson, he'd be getting a thousand. No, he wouldn't. I <laughs> have Jerry Rice throw. You could put Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, and um, who else is up there? And fucking Mike Evans or something out there. And Lamar still getting a thousand yards rushing. You know why? Because now they all gonna be down the field and he gonna be smoking everybody. Like what? He will find a way. Don't don't doubt the goat. The Chiefs are the only team that could beat him in the AFC. Maybe only the team in the league, but at least in the AFC. There's no team in the league. That, all right, y'all gonna see. Last Lamar story, because remember it's the year in recap. Did you see that BS 
Baltimore Sun article, dog. Sun, next next topic, yo. Uh, we don't give weirdos any press. Yeah, you're a weirdo. Mega weenie. Indeed. What was that? Ew. So, if we're also talking, you know, 2018, we got to talk to Patriots. They won their sixth Super Bowl this year. Um, the dynasty looks bleak. It looks like it's fading. Like they're not going to go back to, what is it, their third straight Super Bowl? Yeah. Um, How's that make you feel? Great, glorious, man. I'm tired of seeing them motherfuckers win shit, man. I mean, t- Tom Brady's the GOAT, and, you know, that's my guy, but, like, I'm tired of seeing that smug ass bitch ass team <laughs> win everything. So, you know, it's big trust time. We'll see, man. You know, the culture curse, bro. That look at team of the culture. Hey, we ain't the culture. It ain't the culture. We don't need y'all culture people. Fuck away from us. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdo ass niggas. Y'all was out there talking about hey, the Falcons doing this for MLK. The fuck did he have to do with football? Hey, they've already put Lamar in means with MLK. I'm tired of y'all. Y'all disgust me. <laughs> Your little memes me. are fire, bro. No, they're not. Y'all all disgust me. All Speaking of, y'all. of weirdo people, I don't know if we've ever experienced uh, a one-man wrecking crew than we have with Antonio Brown. This will be the equivalent of when Ricky Williams retired to smoke weed. It's bigger. Like than if we had if we had Twitter then, if like if we had social media then, oh, that would have been crazy. Like the think pieces we would have saw. Oh my gosh. No, but Stephen A. What he would have said. Oh yeah, that would have been funny. That, that would have been, been iconic. But like, the reason I can't even compare it to Ricky, because if you think about it, Ricky was saying smoke weed, but he was tired of getting hit and he felt like weed was helping him out, which as we see now, that's act, that's aged well. Of right? course, no, we, he ain't fucking. Also, I mean, we got to think of it like this. Okay. This is definitely the craziest shit we've seen. The crazy, but like. T.O. doing sit-ups in the driveway. It don't even compare. If there was Twitter then, T.O. Wild on Twitter now. Yeah, he went in on uh, Sean Salisbury. That was was pretty funny. (laughs) What? What did he do? So, if you remember, Sean Salisbury's the world on ESPN. And T.O. was like, yeah, it's haters like Skip Bayless and Sean Salisbury Mm -hmm. who hate on me. Look where they at. Look where I'm at. And with Skip, you know, they they speak. So it wasn't really at Skip. It was more at Sean because Sean got fired from ESPN for, like, drug usage or whatever and whatnot. It's like, he hit him with the <laughs> Richard Sherman, like, I'm better than you. Like, yeah, like it, was, it was wild. So on Twitter, you go look it up. But That's hard. with Antonio Brown, me and people were talking about, you know, T.O. was a distraction. Randy Moss was a distraction. For A.B. to play on two to three different teams in a season bro like you you alienate yourself from the brown i mean from the uh steelers and go to the raiders you're there and not there and then you you fool your way out and then it's like he goes to new england you're like no it happened and then he left new england and then you making music videos <laughs> you one minute y'all want to be back in the league the next minute yo man he F was wild you gotta pick a and, lane bro and then he got a domestic violence suit or whatever out of nowhere 
Like you, he was just bugging off. He checked all the boxes. Only thing he had to do, like yo, he even compared himself to being a slave. He did. Like he even checked that box. He did everything. The tweak was heavy, bro. A B just and the craziest shit was we were all like by our phones getting stories as the day went along. Like we in the middle, I was in the middle of work. Blink A B did this little instant. He just came at Robert Crow. I see he just caught a hundred yards. Like what's going on here? Then I'm at work the other day and what is it? Maybe yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. But when this comes out the other day freaking oh yeah you hear about ab i was like what him and odell and they're doing the record and they're gonna drop it super bowl is like nah he's uh he's doing a tryout with the saints what <laughs> what <laughs> but they said even if he goes with the saints by the time this airs he'll be put on the commissioner's exempt list meaning he wouldn't play until his uh legal proceedings are taken care of which is I guess a thankful thing, because, man, you put him and Michael Thomas, all the Saints need offensively is another receiver. You the Saints, be, bro. The Saints are going to be stacked next year, because that's what they're doing. for. Like, you got to get the ball rolling with these things, right? Like, in all honesty, like, if they didn't, if they never suspend Antonio Brown, right? And then he comes back in the league. Then they could just say, yo, here's 10 games. And now he's got to do a whole 10 games. Whereas now he's like, yo, at least we're, we're going to force your hand to deal with this punishment now. Like, yeah. so you can, so you don't got time to deliberate and go, okay, um, well, now he's got more time to screw up shit. <clears throat> so we're going to suspend him 12 games or a whole year. It's like, no, come on. You're going to give him a six games? All right, cool. Like, take these drinks now. It's, just, it's unbelievable because you know, growing up, we remember how how captivating To's press conference on on his uh mm-hmm. on his driveway or whatever, and and you thought that was the standard of like how wild a receiver can get. And AB blew out the word. I'm like, I never want to hear To being bad mouth again. If you think, yeah, like AB is dope. Like this, AB was bad, different bro. because that was like crazy before. Like To was just like we understood. We understand arrogance. You know, To was just like I'm clearly, especially at that time. Like Randy was going through his whole shit with um with Oakland. Exactly. So it was like clearly To was like I'm the best receiver in the league. You know, I'm the most dynamic receiver in the league. Um, I can just say and do whatever the hell I want. You guys ain't going to treat me right, whatever. Like you said, I can hold a press conference here, show these guys I'm in tip-top shape. No matter what, a team's going to scoop me up. It don't matter. So we understood that. Like We was like, yo, he's wild, and that's obviously distracting the team. But, like, yo, he just feeling himself. We didn't understand where the hell any of this A-B shit was coming it, from. It literally came from like, nowhere. People say it started when Juju Smith-Schuster uh, got the team MVP mm-hmm. um, last season when A-B still got 100-plus catches. Like, A-B still had a, a, a typical A-B year, you know, and then Big Ben being a bad leader, teammate, which we've heard that from multiple people, so that wasn't new. It just exactly. spiraled. Then they started saying it was because of a helmet. <laughs> it's like, what? My girl right. always says, I don't, you know, watch. She's like, why are you always watching sports? It's the same thing. I'm like, no, it's not. It's the best soap opera you'll ever get. 
because every day is something new. And with AB, that stuff was better than days of our lives, bro. It was like, dog, <laughs> he did what? Like, at a certain point, it was like, because, like, in our own eyes, we had never seen someone, like, to, at first, it looked like the ultimate finesse because he had signed this huge deal with Oakland. And we're like, who the fuck wants to play the next five years in Oakland, especially before they look pretty good this year, right? Or look, it looked like they got their shit together at the very least, right? Because right. remember, last year was the whole they traded Khalil out, they traded Lamar Cooper, and yeah. you're like, yo, who the fuck wants to play with a team that's just trading all the good players? So we understood, like, okay, he's about to finesse his way out of Oakland, get a check, and then get another check from whoever picks him up. Oh, this guy's about to win, and then the Patriots picked him up, and we're like, wait. This nigga's got the master plan. And in the, in the first game he played, I'm like, yo, this guy's a fucking genius. Maybe he's like a mad scientist. And then he just continued it. And then we got like, mad Whoa. at the contract clauses where they were like, they don't have to pay me. Duh, they, you don't read? Like, they put it in the contract. You do some dumb shit. We can cut we, you and not pay you. And he's like, wait, you can do that? Yeah, you signed that, nigga. Like, what do you mean? And then he started posting. Then he was on Instagram posting comments on, like, Tom Brady's pay. Hey, miss you guys. (laughs) Damn, do you need me? Oh, man. Like, what the fuck? Also, before we we leave football, we also have to say, you know, thank God the Skins fired uh, John Gruden. But I'll say this on every Jay Gruden. Jay, you're right. You're right, Jay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We were talking about the Raiders and John. My bad. You can never fire John. He only on, fires himself. On everything I love, man. If the Redskins hire Marvin Lewis as our head coach. Bam, did you see what Caleb just put in the group me? Yeah, about Ron Rivera. Ron man, Rivera's I was, not bad. Fuck him. He's ass. <laughs> Next. I what want the, the they, enemy, what bro. Did, what have That's they done? what I want. What the hell have the Pandas done in the last as a as his coach? When he was a coach, I mean, they went to the Super Bowl. It took Cam, Superman Cam, to carry that team. It wasn't shit Ron Rivera was doing. Like, bro, every time it was, oh, can you coach good? It was ass, ass, ass. This year without Cam, was it ass, ass, ass? Like, yo, he's trash, fucking garbage. Garbage ass coach Ron Rivera. Keep that nigga over there. Help our. No, the fuck he wouldn't. He would. Because he's not a bad coach. He is a bad coach. Stop saying these lies. What makes him a bad coach? Because he doesn't win. Let me look. Okay, here's 2011 to 2019. Here's his seasons with the Panthers. 6 and 10. 7 and 9. 12 and 4. Ooh. 7, 8, and 1. 15 and 1. division that year for the record. And that's ass. 15 and 1, 6 and 10, 11 and 5, 7 and 9, 5 and 7. He was fired this year. That's not fucking good. Better than Marvin Lewis. But I, I agree. I, well, I, look at the Bengals. He was there longer. I'm just saying. Look, I'm just saying. Um, I, think, I think the Bengals are horrible this year for one, I, I think <laughs> if, if he could win them 12 games if he could win them 7-8 games <laughs> he's a go 
I think Rivera or Marvin would be great defensive coordinators. I would love them for that role. Head coach. Yeah, sure. No. Yeah, and Bruce Allen needs to get fired too. So I'm, I'm all Bruce Allen needs to get shot. I'm not gonna say that. But Aiden Tony get fired. Like, fuck away from my team, nigga. Like, fuck you and your daddy. What? His dad <laughs> did a lot for us. Are you serious? His dad it was. That's half the reason he's here. So fuck him. You're right. <laughs> George Allen did great things. He took us to our first Super Bowl, bro. Did he win it for us, though? We went up no. against the 72 Dolphins. And did don't care. Anything. You're not understanding the question here. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you want to mention this year about football? No. Oh, we can mention Jared Goff being trash. Jared Goff being trash? What? He choked in the Super Bowl. And he's he didn't bad. choke in the Super Bowl. See, you guys got to stop using these words, okay, to describe people. It's not choking if I've done exactly what I've always done in this situation, okay? Does Brett Favre choke when he throws picks in clutch situations? No. no that's just Brett Favre throwing picks in clutch situations. He's going to throw a touchdown that week after. Right. Jared Goff has never looked good against the Blitz. And then he got Blitz crazy in the Super Bowl. And now all of a sudden, it's he choked. He didn't fucking choke. They knew his weakness and they exploited it. <laughs> that's not choking. That's not being good enough. To overcome something. He was booty cheeks, bruh. He was ass. Yes, he was, but he didn't choke. He just was bad. <laughs> like, that shit was bad. Like, <laughs> like, and he didn't have Cooper Cup, so that's so that oh, means y'all laughed at me for drag like. And Todd Gurley was on one leg at the time. He's pretty much been on one leg the whole season. Well, exactly. So it's like amazing that they even have an okay record now. <laughs> like, yo, that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of stuff worked against they pay too many. They they got too many uh, max contracts on their team. Well, I mean, as long as they can sign Ramsey. But then who else? You won't have any money to sign anyone else, which means Cooper. You got Aaron Donald, who is a, 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 a fucking monster. Aaron Donald at this point is a Hall of Famer. Like, and then you got the island that is Jalen Ramsey. So you can build a defense around that. Um, then you got Jared Goff. And Gurley. And if Gurley can just get healthy, so it's shoot. They missed the playoffs this year. Cool. Their division got better, a lot better. Um, I don't think I don't know how long the CL can sustain that because Russell had an amazing season this year. I don't know if he's going to have that again and again. I think he will. I think San Fran will, and I think Arizona gets better. So I think I think Arizona is never going to be a challenge for that division. Okay, let's get that out of here. Um, Kyler Murray. Be Seattle, right? Kyler, cool, but Kyler, division games, division games. Kyler Murray is a good quarterback. Their receivers, who are their receivers other than Larry Fitzgerald? You got Christian Kirk, 
He's not great. And when he and he's going to be number one, that's going to be trash. No, um, you gotta remember, Rob. You got a loaded draft full of amazing receivers. Right, they well, just and that's one. cool, and that's what they said about Charles Rogers and all these other people over that these years. That wasn't a loaded draft full of amazing and receivers. Pe- I'm saying people said there's been amazing receiving prospects for, and not a lot of them don't pan out. Okay, as that's well as people an are. individual year in 2014. No, I, I'm talking. For the last ten, talk about the decade. There's been mad people, mad receivers that have been touted and that's isolated, meaning that's, there wasn't many to choose from. I'm just saying you can end like listen, receivers ain't be all end all, fam. We saw the Jaguars have two thousand yard receivers and was ass. The um Lions had Golden Tate and Marvin Jones, and now they got Galladay and um Jones cooking. They ass. So like the receivers is cool, and you you have no running backs. Kenyon Drake and Kenyon David been balling, bro. What? Cool, congrats. And then you saw what happens. There's a reason why he's been moving teams. No, he because they don't know how to use him. Arizona. No, because fam, you just not consistently great. Stop. He's and then David like Johnson great fell off. Alabama running back again. No, he's looking like he's hit the. He got 200 yards like back to back before, then he was gone. You don't just ship 200 yard back to back out the door unless you know that that ain't shit. That's or fool's goal. Also, the team that traded Minka Fitzpatrick, and he's looked like a defensive player of the year candidate. They needed draft picks. <laughs> so I mean, draft picks for Minka, but Kenyon Drake, he not. What nice. did they get for Kenyon Drake? They got me for him, <laughs> and then I retired. <laughs> what does that mean? And you didn't put no money in the podcast. They hit me with the loopy. (laughs) Um, yeah, like all I'm saying is yeah, the Cardinals ain't shit. Um, as far as the division. Uh the Rams is set, man. They're gonna be alright. If you say so. Ain't nobody worried. Lastly lastly for football, and then we gotta keep it moving because this is gonna be one of them long episodes. Of course, the year in, man. They had this quote unquote public tryout for Kaepernick. Um, oh yeah, that was that did happen this year. And it looks like at this point, you see if AB is getting the proper free agent tryout, and Kaepernick isn't, and AB has been tweaking this whole stop year. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it, guys! Don't do! Don't you don't be that guy! Don't be that guy! Don't make me say it. What do you mean? AB is the best receiver in the world. Is he? Cap isn't the best quarterback in the world. Case closed. How many times has I was just talking to my own coworker? I was like, "Yo, R. Kelly, like crazy to jump to that, right?" We'll talk about R. Kelly later. But hold on, what? You no, know I'm saying no, R. Kelly is the greatest example, the extremest example of as long as you got a, a talent. That's amazing and we like it. We'll let you do whatever the fuck you want. That is an extreme example that went on for 20 plus years, right? AB is the greatest receiver we have in the game right now. Well, technically not in the game right now, but you know what I mean. Right. That's why no matter what foolishness he does, as long as he can run those routes well, someone's going to go and look at him. Cap, you ain't Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying that he's that you know that he deserves to get like some I mean, sham of a workout or anything. I'm just saying season, his last full season, and that was three years ago, and that wasn't a good season. That was an okay season. 
If I so had you had 16 okay. touchdowns and four interceptions. And what was the record? Bro, his team was trash. Okay, then. That's what I'm saying. You, that you wasn't on at, him. <laughs> we look at, fam, how many times we just literally talk. I literally say the exact same thing about Drew Brees. And I, I don't switch the goalposts. I literally say the exact same thing. Them touchdowns and shit is cool. But when your team is 7-9, and nine, shut the fuck up. So your team is like 1-8 with you starting court. We had an okay year, and your team ain't win shit. And that was three years ago. And I'm not saying this to down him because obviously through the footage we saw he still got the skill set, okay? But I'm right, just saying we know let's not act tons like of teams that need a legit cool, cool, cool. But let's not act like him and A B's in the same boat. Let's not even compare the two situations at all. We've seen mad superstars go crazy or whatever. We've also seen great people do wild shit and still get paid to play. Like, when you're that guy, like, yo, it's any sport, fam. Stephon Marbury was eating Vaseline, my nigga. Dante Stallworth killed the guy and played the next <laughs> season. So not... now that you know, you know these examples. So, but, like, he was he's extremely fast. <laughs> he was Stephon extremely Marbury fast. was an all-star player. <laughs> but exactly, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, yo, a blind squirrel finds a Stallworth got got a check whatever but I'm just saying we've seen mad talent do crazy shit like what we saw Derrick Rose cheat his way into get into college (laughs) play a whole year and then be found out to be ineligible because it's great (laughs) like what was throwing up GD gang signs and pictures and still went number one overall because he was jumping over everybody he was amazing he was he was sitting on the rim dunking and shit so guess what number one motherfucker (laughs) you can bring all your niggas i don't care number one like that's what i'm saying like let's not let's not compare the two like and then like we also can't compare the two because like yo cap didn't do anything wrong so like he, so the the injustice is him not having a job in the sense that they should have never stripped him from the job in the first place. Right, and that's the thing. Like that's that was that's always been my position. They don't owe you a job back because like just because you can say that you can play, but yeah, you should never have been stripped in the first place, and you should got compensated for that. And I guess that's what the settlement is. But they don't owe you another job, <laughs> like. It's, that's what should happen, yeah. But they don't owe you. you know what I'm saying they owe you a check for bullshit for the for the initial bullshit. Right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Hey, man, you out there show us a game tape where you Lamar Jackson 2.0. I mean, you'll be you know, picked up tomorrow. On his last playoff games, he ran all over. Man, uh, when was Charles the last Wilson. time he was in the playoffs? Like 2015, 2014. Five oh, years man. ago, stop okay. talking to me. And it wasn't Charles Woodson. He was it in was the secondary. It was Charles Woodson, bro. He was in the secondary. You don't go in and tackle a guy running a four-two. Whose fault is that? Uh, the front seven, nigga. <laughs> Contain. You ever heard of that? <laughs> Hell, wrong with y'all. It's Aaron Rodgers' fault for not holding the ball longer. Nah, there's nothing. Well, man, it's kind of crazy how he didn't make the top ten. Mm, Yo, none Brett of your Favre did. really making NFL well. Brett Favre. Brett Favre right there. Mm-hmm. What you going to say now? No, I mean, salute to Brett. My, All right, my then. Sit down. And Peyton and then Brady's Ooh, like, nah, I nah, learned nah. from Peyton. Peyton was a student. Peyton was a shoe-in, so that don't count. Your goal, your other, your, your guy, your guy, Aaron Rodgers ain't do. Where was he at? Nowhere. All right, then. 
Yo, people were like, yo, Drew Brees should have been on the list. No. Exactly. Yo, you said it, you bum ass. Yeah. Trash ass niggas, yo. I love every year that the Saints lose, bro. I wanted them to beat the Colts that year, though, because Reggie Bush and, and my brother's a Colts fan. But ever ever since then, nah, bum ass Saints fan. <laughs> I hate Saints fans. They're like so fucking annoying. Like, gosh. They play in a shitty ass division and want to brag. <laughs> what? Be like that. One ring. Let's talk about this NBA, man. It's been a uh, interesting year of, of basketball. We saw LeBron sit out of the postseason for the first time since what 2005. See, you part of the media. See, this is why I say you part of the media because you. The first thing you mentioned is LeBron missing the playoffs. Oh, I was going to say him being injured, which is something we haven't really seen either. Why is y'all got to leave with the LeBron story? Okay, we can but, leave. Um, nah, we good. We start here because the king answers all questions, okay? But, um, yeah. I mean, he missed a chunk full of games. Lonzo missed games. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying three months worth of games. Playoffs. It was more of like, wow, like LeBron's not here. He let he let him eat after he got his bricks off. So, so yeah, that was him. different. Um... The Warriors dynasty seemingly ending. Cause I think it's going to rebirth next year. Rebirth. See, here's the thing. Y'all have this false sense of like security as far as like, y'all got this revisionist history in the sense that y'all thought that the Warriors were going to just dominate the league for five years regardless. No. The Warriors won one ring off a depleted Cavs team and got pushed to what six games with that. Then blew a three-one lead uh, against LeBron, and then begged KD and got him. If that team stays intact, they're just not running it back on people. They got a juggernaut KD and mow niggas down for four years. Congrats! <laughs> so now, now you, now you take KD out. You think I'm gonna plug in some lottery pick who ain't fucking Kevin Durant, nigga? <laughs> like, and y'all gonna just all right. Y'all think LeBron a bitch. Like, that's what it is. It's crazy because, you know, they look like we're going three-peat, and then everyone just got injured, like... And I Katie. told y'all what was going to happen. You did. I Dying said that at the so beginning hurt, of the year. I said, y'all won't make it. And people are like, oh, my gosh, you think they're trash? No, fam. It takes a lot. And everybody ain't LeBron James. Everyone died for their sins. Like, KD went out... <laughs> Clay, he went out. Like, <laughs> Katie like, went granted, out. Then they forced him back in and went out forever. It's like, granted, you know, the Raptors won. Salute to Canada. Shout out to Kawhi. He had one of the greatest shots I've ever seen in my life. And shout out to all the Game of Throw fans who missed it in real time. Because <laughs> I did. I actually um, saw it in real time. You said you saw it? Yeah. Oh, so you weren't being a real Game of Thrones fan. Um, uh, playoff basketball, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was that shot was crazy. Anyway, yeah, they won, but I just feel like it's like 2011 where you know if the other team plays how they're supposed to play. Man, don't be one of those weirdos. I'm going to be okay, one of those weirdos. 2011, I'm going to tell you what I think about 2011, okay? 
I'm going to tell you this. Heatles, all that shit sounds beautiful and all on paper. First of all, let's not act like that was the 2011 was the 2012 team. They literally had those three and a bunch of shitty-ass players around them, okay? And that same Mavericks team that beat them in five or whatever, what, five or six? six. What was it, six? In six? Do you, they knocked off the Thunder. They knocked off the Lakers. And then they knocked off the Spurs? Um, They beat, yeah, the... So let's not act like they just lucked into the fucking playoffs and they no, lucked into the finals trash, or something. But that was a they, dominant team and the Heatles couldn't stop Dirk. So all that shit was cute, but no, niggas, they was going to lose regardless. The zone hit them crazy and nah, Dirk was unstoppable. J.J. Barrett no, and just, they Jason should have lost. should never be able to strap fam, LeBron y'all ever just in life. talking about shit on paper, fam. And niggas didn't strap LeBron. LeBron they just did. out. LeBron just outwitted himself, and that's what LeBron do, and he's proven that throughout his history. When LeBron's okay. reacting, he's amazing. When LeBron's overthinking it, it goes awry. And speaking of uh, 2019, KD on one leg was the best player in the NBA. KD front. was not the best player on serious? one leg. He had one he game. He dropped and a quarter and show young it's I'm me, bro. He okay. He's a seven foot shooter. Let's not act like it's hard to be a seven foot. Like, Damn, what? are you serious? Dirk bro? was getting okay. Look, let's talk 2011. Dirk was getting 28, 30 points a game, running down the court two miles an hour. You know why? Because he's a seven one phenom <laughs> with a shot. So Katie came up there and was giving buckets. Congrats. Well, guess what? They played the long game. We know you ain't gonna survive too long on that. Like, <laughs> like he said on the show with Serge. Oh, they put Serge on me. Easy money, like I'm about to jam. Yeah, it, it was easy money when your dumbass kept playing. Ten, oh, let me play the whole quarter. Now put me back in, coach. And then his basketball career flashed before his eyes. Exactly. Like this is what I'm saying. Like oh, all that shit was cool and all, but like nigga, like and let's not act like Kawhi was 100 percent because he was playing injured that whole damn playoff run. Okay, one. And he was what eighty eighty five percent versus three people who died for the and Looney died, bro. Like, did you say Looney? Looney matters. Give a fuck about Looney. Fuck out of here, nigga. Shut up. If Looney was the deciding factor, you losing, you ain't deserve to win. Katie and Clay going. Clay was going to have another sixty point game, bro. Well. Well, like yo, all I'm saying is Kyrie got injured. And um, Kevin Love got injured, and y'all ain't say shit. All y'all did was dick suck the Warriors all fucking year, and then they blew a 3-1 lead, and then y'all had the pain pain in your mouth stuck looking stupid. Now, all of a sudden, they break down like teams do, and now, all of a sudden, y'all, thank goodness, y'all don't got no kind of sympathy for the Clippers when Blake and CP3 went out back-to-back. Y'all never bring that shit up and boo-hoo for them, but y'all want to boo-hoo a whole Steph bitch at his head. Shut up! You're lost, nigga, and you're going to keep on losing. No, he wasn't, because what did I tell you? You earned three-peats. You don't get them doing soft-ass activities. Last team to three-peat is still the team. last team to three-peat. But the who leading? The diesel. Exactly. You don't go from that to something. I'll shoot you. (laughs) I'm joking. I will shoot you. No, that's what I'm saying. Shout out to you not three peeing, nigga. I told y'all it was gonna happen. Dumbass. And nigga. also in this year, man, speaking of Dirk, Dirk and Wade retired, bro. Yeah, that was crazy. That's crazy. Like right. it's it's wild because everyone that we like you and I, I mean, for older people who may listen to us, mm-hmm. like all of our heroes, Rob and I heroes, 
Vince is literally the only one left. Yeah, pretty much. Everyone else is gone. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's crazy, but it's definitely because like we saw like Dirk's playing time diminish over the years and stuff. I think yeah, Wade Dirk hits a, a little more. I have like fifteen points. I was like, this isn't right. Yeah, it's like we all just knew it was a matter of time. Like, yo, Dirk really can't run now. So like, yeah, this is in this. And like, Dirk, I mean, Wade hurt I me. Mean, Wade hit a little more because it was like. Because it all happened kind of so fast. Like, when you think about, like, Bosch Hart thing, mm-hmm. and he was out the league. So that's, that's one guy. I mean, obviously, LeBron James was Father Time's brother or some shit. So that's another thing. But then Melo gets forced out the league, and then Wade's is, like, on the farewell tour and shit. It's like, yo, they just gone. Like, this is arguably the best draft class of all time. Right? So yeah, yeah like for sure. And then, like, like, like you said, like, yo, Dirk came in with ninety seven, like, yeah, that's what Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, like, like is that uh not Kevin? Is it Kevin Garnett? No, Kevin no, not Garnett Kevin Garnett. Uh, Vince Carter. I mean, that's what I meant. Vince yeah, Carter, Vince Paul Carter Pierce, Antoine that. Jameson. Mm-hmm. Like that's wow. Is no McGrady's not ninety. McGrady's ninety seven. No, McGrady's 97 and Vince is 98. Vince is 98. Ah. Uh, I think Vince is 98. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm going to say, I know him. Yeah, is he, I think Vince is 98 because there's no way T-Mac and Vince went in the same year. But, yeah, like, that. that's two legends. Like, fam, like, I still remember the first time, like, the 2000 contest. Like, yeah. I've never seen something to captivate me in person. So, like, because, like, now, like, even seeing, like, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon go crazy, like, we've seen good dunkers, you know? But, like, I was, like, six, seven years old when that was, and I was like, fam, I've never seen a man do that. Like, and he's still doing windmills and things, man. That's crazy. Now you're right. It's definitely been, um, I don't know, it's just it's a lot to like, take in. And then you mentioned Melo coming back. Like, Melo coming back and Melo being productive. Yeah, like, that was, it was crazy that, like, people just turned on Melo all of a sudden. Like, people just started mad hate pieces. Like, at first it was like, I thought it was kind of trolling. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Uh, I guess get your shit off. And then it was like, people are actually believing, like, wait, do you guys believe that Melo's, like, not a good player? You think he just fell off the face of the earth? Like, what? Like, and people just bought into it. He was out the league before we knew it. Like, I told people he could still ball. He can come back and he's balling. Hooping for the trailblazers. Like, good shit, Miller. Like, that was crazy. So, yeah, man. Um, other than that, is that I think that's it for the NBA. And before we we switch our sports, oh shoot, the Hall of Fame class. Oh, for this year, that's crazy. Duncan, KG, Kobe. But that hasn't been that they haven't been final. I mean, you know they're getting in, but like, come on, yo, that's what I'm saying. 
we gotta mention that next year. Like that's not. But I'm just saying, I don't even care, fam. We we just talking about our heroes. Like the people we grew up with, like dog. That's crazy that they retire and going into the hall, and then like, yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah. So with that, before we finish up sports, I'm gonna let Rob, you know, uh, get his soliloquy on, man. DC, the new title town. Oh what? I called it when the Capitals won. I told you the seal was broken. Okay. Man, like I tell people, like yo, to this day I go and check the um, MLB tab <laughs> on my um, ESPN app just to see if they're gonna take it away from us. Like yo, I'm I, like people don't understand how much. Like I'm not the biggest baseball fan, but I love the Nationals, man. Like that's my like second to my you know self-deprecating love for the Reds. <laughs> Like, it's the Nationals. Truthfully, like, they they passed. Like, I was able to separate from the Lakers for 15 years. Okay? I can never do that to the Nationals. No, unless they left town, then fuck them. But, like, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you ain't going to do that to me. I ain't one of them niggas. But, like, no, fam. Like, to lose Bryce Harper, and, like, that was, like, fam. You talk about we thought we had the ultimate, like, hammer and shield. Like, we got Strasburg and Harper, and that's going to be the pillar of our franchise for the next 10, 15 years. And then he left, and then to the Phillies? Of all teams, the fucking Phillies? I was like, what? And then to start off the way we did? Fam, like, this year was ridiculous. Like, dude. They pulled the pull that shit together to beat the yeah them cheating ass bum ass niggas the Astros four on the road that's never been done before. We're the most the clutch team sports. in any sport. We are the most clutch team in any sport. What we are the toughest team. We are that like yo fam. Four on the road to win the World Series. I think for me, um, for those who some people got confused and thought I was a Nats fan. I'm an Orioles fan, proud Birdland representative till I die. But I don't know why you were saying proud, but I'm proud, man. <laughs> I saw I I witnessed Kyle Ripken Jr. play baseball. That's a good thing. That is a great thing. Old he ass nigga. That nigga got he got hyped for showing up to work. But he was nice. It wasn't like he was trash. He ain't Derek Jeter. Okay. You don't make me really hate the Yankees, so let me not do that. <laughs> um, salute to Derek. Salute to the captain. Salute to you. Hell, um, happy time. With, with the Nats, you know, I remember, like, they saying they should fire the, the, uh, the manager and things were looking bad. And then they started winning. But it was like, all right. And then they kind of finessed their way in the playoffs. Like, okay. They win the playoff against the Brewers. All right, Brewers, whatever. Beating the Dodgers, yo. Fam, that's what I said it. I said it. Fam, no, first of all, we the way we beat the Brewers was clutch. They, <laughs> like, y'all literally talk, beat the Brewers uh, in, the in half hour, an inning. We, we like, oh, wait, we got to win this shit? We actually got to score? Crack, crack, crack. Oh, my God. They... 
they literally beat the Brewers in half an inning. Man, then we was up. No, no. Then we faced the Dodgers, and then they're up two one. Yep. And I'm like, oh no, fuck this shit. Like, no, nah, not this bullshit again. <laughs> nah, we gonna go up there and win the next two. You know what we did. <laughs> Just won the next two. When Kershaw choked, fail. That's when I knew. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh. I vividly remember the last time we played the Dodgers in the playoffs. And I'm thinking, oh, we've got this game in the bag. Then all of nowhere, bitch has Clayton Kershaw comes out and pitches like relief some shit. And two innings don't go bang, bang, bang. I'm like, wait, you can do this in baseball? How <laughs> you just bring out Kershaw in the clutch? Yo, the fact that he didn't do that this year. <laughs> <laughs> you beat the Dodgers. It's like okay, and who y'all facing the AL? The car. We oh, was going to play them. Utmost, we were going to show the Cardinals utmost respect and say, "Hey guys, we're just going to play hard, and the best teams going to get to the World Series." But the moment we win the, we beat the Dodgers. A video comes out. With the Cardinals, like, what the fuck? We play the Nationals. They ain't shit. And we're like, wait, whoa. Where's the smoke coming from? You didn't even win more games than us this year. You just played in a bullshit division. Like, let's call a spade a spade. Then we fucked them niggas up. Swept them. Get out of here. I then forgot like, they still yo, played baseball. Either the Yankees or the Astros. And they talking Astros, man. If they win, they win this World Series. We got to put them up there as one of the greatest teams. Fam, I'm praying that the, that the Yankees win. Because I'm like, the pitchers we got... We can strike out their bats. I'm not scared of them. They top heavy anyway. But the Astros was talk about a complete. I'm looking at the lineup when the games is happening. This six, seven, eight. I'm like, this niggas is all nice too. Like, oh my goodness. Because like their pitching is like, fam. All their pitches. Oh are, my god. They're all side young winners. Like fam. they're all nice, and there's nothing. Cole, Cole, oh, Berlander, Grinky. Grinky, like, yo, yeah, like Verlander. Oh my god! And you know, like the whole time they're saying Verlander has never won a game in the World Series, and you know how the the announcers jinx it, jinx is. I'm like, this nigga about to pitch a shutout. <laughs> so, watching, you know, watching games one and two, I'm like, yo, the Nats gonna sweep. And my is Jiho, so I'm like, man, they sweep. I can come back in for the parade. It's going to be popping. Man, when we then, won the first two, right. I was like, oh, this is over. There's no way they go into Nationals Park and beat us two out of these three times. That's never going to happen. And they won every game. Man, when I saw the report that um, Sorzer uh, wasn't going to play, he wasn't going to pitch, I was like, wait, no, this is not <laughs> Wait, what's going on? Then we lost three straight. And I was like, ain't this a bitch? And remember all those times that um, we talked about how we, if the um, Skins ever got to the Super Bowl and lost, how we feel? Yeah. I'm like, yo, fam, you telling me in the year that, because I've always been accustomed to the Nationals losing the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the year that I didn't even have any expectations for us. You gonna get us to the fucking World Series, and then we gonna win two straight on the road. On the road, and then lose 
the next four. That's how I was thinking. I'm like, we think we're going to lose the next four. Ain't this some shit? Like, you want to talk about the D.C. sports curse? <laughs> like, yo, I was, being the D.C. sports man, I was so scared. I was like, as soon as we get out, <laughs> they pull us right back. So when, when Strasburg pitched an amazing game six that, you know, Oh, my gosh. I remember I was like, you know, they win game six, which it was looking bleak. I was like, I'm going to be down there. Sam, Sam, game six was ridiculous. Like, oh, my God. Gosh. Okay. Nah, and, and game game seven being downtown DC, man. Dog, I, w- I really wish you could have been with me at that bar. Like, that bar was mm. so hype, especially when, when Max Scherzer, like, gave up the home run. Like, you could hear a pin drop. Everyone was mad. I was like, believe, bro. Like, you know how, for those who know, when I get super hype, I get people a strong dap, right? Mm-hmm. Rob, there were dudes who I had to look at my hand. I was like, this man tried to take off my hand. <laughs> like, I, I feel him because it's in the moment. I'm I'm looking at him. I felt like for those who are avid NFL films watcher uh, fans, you might not be, but if you ever watched the Super Bowl 42 uh, highlight and after the, the Giants uh, are down 14-10, straight hands, Telling everybody the office line like seventeen fourteen is the final score. Believe it, and it will happen. And that's all I was saying to every Nats fan, like to my boy Sykes, to his girl Jazz, and to the dudes around. Like the Nats will win. Believe it, and it will happen. And I just kept saying it. I was like, fifth inning is going to start, and it didn't start. In the fifth. It did in not. The sixth inning, I'm just like, it's happening. I just kept looking. I'm like, it's happening, bro. And once they went up three two, but, but see, here's the scary part. I'm let me break it. Kind of remember, Sorzer was pitching amazing in a couple of close calls, but then he started getting hit, and I was like, "Oh fuck, man!" <laughs> like it's about to turn into one of them things. That was scary for us. Like, and and I I agree, but every time he had like bases loaded or three on or two on. Oh, he, he was outs, getting him out of there. He he got him out. I was the like, thing, the thing with Scherzer, if he gives up a home run, it's not a grand slam. It's not a three run home run. It's always a solo shot. Yeah, you live yeah, with those. It's bad. That's the beauty of it. it but but it's, it's better than. But when the base is unloaded, two outs. It's all right. It's weird. <laughs> Like yeah, like yeah, he's super clutch. He just—it's like in the beginning, he's just like, let me just leave this ninety mile an hour for you to get dude, it out there. The dude, that hit the home run off Scherzer, batting one forty-seven in the series, and I'm like, Damn. why should he be the guy to hit one? Big <clears throat> this month, like he's not even nice. Again, I was telling Rob, I'm like, if Altuve go off, can't be mad. He That's nice. what I'm saying, if yo, George like, Springer go off. Can't be mm-hmm. mad. He nice. These other dudes, bro, they're I'm not like, nice. I'm like, nah, fam. That nigga stepped to the plate, and sure enough, he just ping. It was like the fucking time that the Orioles got knocked out. Within Once he hit the shit, I was like, oh, that's gone. And I'm just staring at this shit like, oh, nah. And you, like you said, like the thing with Schroeder is like when he has bad games, they're really bad games. And the ones he's had in the playoffs were historic. Like, fam, I think it was like Cubs he was playing. And it was like pink, pink. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Stop. Like, so I thought it was going to be one of them joints. 
But like you said, like, yo, he was, man, like, he wasn't lights out like Strasburg was, but in the clutch, he was. But here's the key. When it went up, when the Nats went up 3-2 after Howie the two-run home run, and they didn't put in Cole. Oh, fam. That, everybody, every, I feel like every Nets fan was looking, was like the Diddy and the other, and the dude who's singing shit. Yeah. We all were staring at Cole like, yo. Is he gonna get in the game? Because remember, he got off the joint, start warming up. So now we're like, "Yo, these niggas, this niggas," because it was oh, uh, Grinky was dominating us. And I'm yeah, like, "Grinky put in work, yo." And I'm like, "Oh fuck, this is gonna be bad." Then they take him out. And I'm like, "Yo, if they put Cole in this shit, man, this is about to be over." Because like we couldn't hit Grinky at all, and it wasn't even great shit. It wasn't like he was zooming past us or some shit. Like, he was just throwing shit and niggas couldn't hit nothing. I'm like, yo, when Cole didn't get in that game, I felt like collectively everybody on the Nationals was just like, we got a shot. Like, we're just going to go and leave it on the line now. Like, I felt like the whole team just was like, we going to just go for broke. Like the moment, and the moment we started hitting them, I don't know if I texted you or we were talking. I don't know. I was like, "Yo, they're they're broken." Like we just we broke them. I know. I might have tweeted it. That might. Have yeah, been I think it. you tweeted it because the only time yeah. it's supposed to happen. Like, yeah, the only thing that sucked is we had to leave right before they won because mm. Sykes' car would have got towed if we didn't. So it's like we had to leave, <laughs> and then we heard the crazy roar. Like Sykes and I hugged, bro. It was just like, bro, they did it, and I just we just hugged. <laughs> like, yo, it happened. Yo, we literally, like, I'm watching the game, the bottom of the ninth, whatever. Like, because like I literally, I'm that's what that's I'm tweeting. I'm like, yo, we broke these. Like, they just look defeated, and then the dude, he's pitching the he's pitching the last ones, and I'm like, yo, we had, I was like, two outs away from destiny, one out away. Then when he struck him out and then threw his glove I was like yo fam <laughs> yeah I can't believe it it was crazy bro oh my like I was yo fam I was running around my spot screaming and one of the people that live here is like a Cardinals fan yeah. so I talk he's old nigga he's like 75 years old oh my goodness I talk so much shit to him every time I'm like well maybe next year Oh, he hated me. Like, nah, oh see, my god! See the Nats win. The Not Mystics win. Fam, back, back up. Let, let, let me let me tell you about the Mystics, though, Rob. I'll let you get the Nats. Let me tell you about the Mystics. So for me, out of college, that's the first team I ever have to cover. So I don't know everyone on that team because some people have been traded or whatever. Um, shout out Coach T because he's the coach and the general manager, and. Because my work schedule's been crazy, you know, um, I, I didn't get a chance to go to any games this year. And Wilson, shout out Wilson, man, OG, he would keep me in loop of what's going on between that and, of course, watching whatever game I could. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, man, it's team special. They click, you know, it's it's on. And Rob, like, to see them win, yo, I got a little emotional. I'm not going to lie. Like, it was just like, <laughs> dog, I was, I was there, bro. Like... They really won a championship, bro. Like they that's your, that's your baby right there. Yeah, it's like I was there, man. Damn. I see when it was nothing. 
when Man. I was there when we played Della Don in the playoffs and <laughs> I saw I'm shooting courtside John Thompson was there and the sky is smacking us and John Thompson left in disgust like yep it's about time to leave like I was there Rob Hell. to go from that like to them winning bro fam like, just strictly as a fan, I, like, like you know how, like, anytime, like, you know how DC is, like, yo, you a sports team here, you come and play in our city, like, we're going to support you. Like, I'm not even, like, like, so I wasn't born a Wizards fan, but, like, in the city, so I'm not never going to not show them love, you know? But, so, like, when the Mystics, like, oh, man, you remember having Samika Holes call? Yeah. Like, that was, like, and then we weren't winning shit, though. <laughs> like, but it was amazing. Like, I remember those days. I remember, <clears throat> like, when the <clears throat> when I seen uh, when game the last game in the finals, and we're watching the game. I think me, I think we were on the phone together, and they keep throwing it in the joint. And like, oh, at first, Delano was like missing a couple of joints or whatever. We're like, all right, like. Let's hope we don't fold. Like we, we, because they was cooking. They, who they have? Um, old Maryland girl, Alyssa Thomas. Yeah, was destroying every rebound, every bucket. I'm like, fam, did you get the betrayal? <laughs> like, it's the same feeling that I had with the next. I was like, we just at the. It was a moment in the game where we just broke them. Like they started doing turnovers. Um, Tolliver was getting the ball. I'm just like, oh, they're done. Pack this one in. Like, PC is title town once again. Like, it's been an amazing year. No, it it definitely has. It's, it's been a, a wild year of sports. So much has happened. But um, nah, man, that DC winning, the Mystics winning was crazy. But with the Mystics, I expected it because they were good last year. And you know, with them getting Misa men back, they were going to be even yeah. better. But the Nats, when it was like, fam, I can't believe this happened. Like, yeah, like, I didn't yeah, see that, that coming was, at all. I was like, and even, but, like, but like the skeptic in me, you know, as a DC sports fan, like, I didn't think the Mystics were going to win. Because just because, like, remember the Capitals have been good for how many years before they won the national before the uh, Stanley Cup? A long Cup? time. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's never it's and like eventually got MVP. So it's like with the Wizards or like the Skins, like we never had like an MVP in our lifetime. Like, so we don't have that you know level of like expectations where it's like we're really going to win it. Where it's like, but the, the Capitals, like, Orison won a few MVPs. Like, he was killing the shit. And we were just losing the playoffs. So, like, when Deladon was destroying, you know, like, the whole 50, 40, 90 year, like, and we're cooking. I'm like, in my mind, was like, I don't believe it until we get it. <laughs> like, like, I just don't. But, like, watching it, like, yeah, that was amazing. But, like, yeah, the Nationals when it was... <laughs> Like I said, man, that was a different level. Like I was, I was hyped when the Mystics won too, but like on a scale of one to ten, that was probably like an eight. I was like, no, man, that's, that's fair. 
I was like, and that's and it's still high though, because like the other niggas won the um Arena Football League one. That's like a zero. Don't give a fuck. Like, it's not. It's a cool thing to say, but I don't care. Right. <laughs> like, like I said, like the Mrs. winning is like was still important for me, but like when the Nationals won, like I I remember them coming. I remember Dimitri Young. I remember Alfonso Soriano leaving. That was the first Bryce Harper for us. Man, I remember him hitting like 40 homers and then he just left to the Cubs and we were like, yo, what the fuck? And then we were asked for the next like five years. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like, so it was different. But yeah, man, shout out to the Mystics for continuing tradition. Uh, title Town. And shout out to the Nationals. Yeah, man, like, yo. We hype. We waiting for you, Skins. All right, man. So let's um get to this music, bro. <clears throat> 2019, man. It's been a uh, crazy I year. Say this. Too. I think 2019, even if we're just talking like as far as the releases, I think 2019, when we look back on it, it's going to be, we're going to realize how underrated 2019 was. I agree. Like, because that 2018, obviously, had the major movements and everything, all the big stars and all that. <clears throat> we were all like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. This is happening all in one year. But when you actually look back on 2018, like, there wasn't too much crazy. Like, it was a lot of big artists and big moments. But, like, the quality of a lot of projects, mm, 2019 had a lot of stuff that we didn't think we'd get to see. Like, stuff that surprised us. Like, when we look back, it's going to be, like, one of them months. We go, man, wow, we didn't know I we don't remember that. So, what were some of your favorite musical moments of the year? <clears throat> um, well, first and foremost, I guess the biggest moment for for you know the year was um, Lil Nas X and Old Town Road. Like that was a good thing to see, just because yeah. you know how we all found out about it pretty much. I like to see him get all that stuff. What was cool? Then he came out for being gay. Like, that was dope. Yo, his EP is really good, bro. Yo, that was really good. I listened to it, like, way after it came, because you know how I am. I don't like to get caught up in the hype things. So, I'll wait. I'll purposely wait a month or so after your joint drop to listen sometimes. And it was really good. I was like, oh, wait, he makes really good music. Shout out to him, man. Like, um, like I said, for me personally, I mean, I got a Jim Jones and a Cam album. Like, one that almost start the year and one that ended. So, like, that was amazing for me. Like, got a Max B project just to get the streets ready for next year when he's supposed to be getting out. Like, that was an amazing thing. Like, it's little victories, man. Like... Um, like I said, for me, I don't want to hog all the moments, but the Lost Tapes 2 was dope for me. Like, I was like, yo, wow, we really get a Lost Tapes 2. Like, just the moment itself. Like, the actual project was pretty good, but, like, the moment when I heard that we were getting one, I was like, oh, what? Um, shoot, Revenge of the Dreamers? That was a moment. 
Man, remember the whole sessions was going down? Everybody had the little yellow thing in the um, Instagram yeah. joint. I was like, wait. A Willy Wonka ticket. Right? I was like, what kind of shit is this? And then I was like, yo, this is going to be one of the projects that gets hype, like mad hype, and then will deliver. It delivered for sure. Like, that was, that was hard. Like, yeah. So I think for me, 2019, um, 2019 gave me, uh, I've been like time to explore. And Rob and I, like, our friendship was founding on like discovering the new artists. And because it wasn't a lot of big artists dropping, it gave me new time to explore for real. So, dude named Aaron May, he from uh, Texas. I think people gonna really know who he is coming soon. Um, so just remember that name, Aaron May. I think he he's one of them. He could be a, a young great one. And speaking of a young great one, the DMV got another one because YB and Corday, man. Bam! Oh man. my gosh! We got one. They like, nah, no, he's from Riley. No, 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 he, no, no, he's not. No one cares about Riley. Okay. Um. Yeah, yo, that was crazy. And Chance's verse on that on that album was better than his whole album. Which is amazing, <laughs> but so you had yeah. that. Then, then uh, you know, shout out North Carolina for the baby. And it's funny because you know, if we got an artist like the DMV got one, we proud to rap it. I never heard none of my homies rap <laughs> rap the baby at all, and he blew up. <laughs> Yo, man, I been put y'all on. No, you didn't, bro. Like, <laughs> And That's good, man. They fake people. They fake. But to see Meg really take off, man. She had a dope year. So for you me, I, what makes the Meg thing funny, and Kato, I don't think he listens to podcasts. So I'm going to tell the story. I remember we were on the phone. We were on the phone in like maybe around my birthday or like either February or March, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, Dub. I said, yo, when we get off the phone, as I told him about May, he's like, who? I'm like, you don't know who Meg Thee Stallion is? It's like, nah. And you know, and, and Rob gives me some credit, so I, I appreciate it. For me, if I think an artist is going to blow, I give you the time period. I'm like, it's going to happen then, and either you're going to be with it or not. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, by summer, I was like, by NABJ, bro. Which is nice. <laughs> I'm just like... You're gonna know who Meg the Stallion is. Everyone's gonna know. I'm like, when we get off the phone, I need you to call whatever homegirl you cool with and ask them, do they know who Meg is? If they do, they're gonna play you the song and you good. If they don't know, you need to cut them off. Like, she, she the one, bro. Like, I, I see it. And for her to, to be that one is like, yo, I remember the freestyle that was on Twitter a couple years ago. Like, she really popping now. So, them two blowing up was dope. Um, just yeah, really, just new music like Lil Nas X, that was huge, and and honestly, we we wrote in our notes, Cole man, really rapping on other people's beats. Like we know Cole is a, is a tier one rapper. Like the, there's three people in the tier one is Drake, Cole, Kendrick, period. Mm-hmm. And what Cole his his criticism is, he's boring because he only raps over his production. So for him to just go on everyone's beats. And just destroy them. And it's like, yes, this oh, yeah. is what we need. That was, yeah, like, he had a hell of a feature run. I mean, ended it off with um, 
family loyalty with Gangstar. Yeah, that was dope. So that's that was amazing and stuff. Like, shoot, all right, we got a whole a Gangstar project. Like, so shout out to Cream and Rest in Peace Guru, obviously. But yeah, Cole was on a run, like on a tear. Like, remember a lot. Oh my yeah. gosh! Like, shoot, another thing we didn't mention. Rhapsody. Yeah, man. She gave us eight. She gave us a better album than Layla's Wisdom. She Who would have thunk it? Like what? She continues to improve. She continues to show improve. Shout out to Rhapsody. She was killing it. We got a little brother album this year. That's something that she like, And what? it's so fire, bro. Damn. I'm like, Fam, it was crazy because I really like just got back into little, listening to Little Brother, little, little, little Brother this year. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, boom boom. I was like, really getting back into. It. I was like, yo man, I forgot how much I like the music. And then they, I was like, oh what is this? Damn. And like it came out the same week as Rhapsody's joint. I was like, dog, North Carolina won, bro. Like <laughs> they were, they definitely just was like, here's bars, here's good shit. You lost. So, also, if we want to talk music, man, and Taylor, she's like, I'm fake because this isn't my type of music. It's a big year for Afro beats, too, bruh. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, man, Burner I don't Boy, care. DeVito, Liz Kid, like, I've been, I've been digging the vibes. I don't know who none of them niggas is. You should. No, I shouldn't. Dope. Yeah, alright. Alright, cool. Also, I gotta say, man, before we get into like our favorite albums of the year for rap and R and B, were you disappointed by anyone this year? Was I disappointed and by, by disappointed anyone? Man, they came out with some. Not that they didn't come out with anything, because we not we not here for that. Yeah, um that they came out I'm trying to look right now. Well oh yeah, definitely. Fab. Oh yeah, that's a that's easy. Off bucks. Definitely was disappointed in that. That hurt my heart. Um let me try to I'm trying to just give me a disappointed. Cause that would apply that I had um <coughs> good expectations. <laughs> Jesus is king, but I didn't really have good expectations for that. Yo, but his new album is hard, bro. I mean, the Sunday I guess Service I, Choir is a great gospel. I'm not listening to a gospel album. I don't really need to listen to gospel right now, so I'm cool. Like that is not the Bible one. Yeah, like that's only one so far that I can bang on this bitch fab. I think for me, man, that Chance album. Oh God, I, it was so bad I forgot about it. Well, also I'm not really a Chance fan, so I guess I didn't have the same expectations you had. Yeah, speak on that. He's the goat, right? I think it's not. It's it's not a. It's not the worst album of all time. Let's let me say that. Okay, first of all, I literally know he gives any album, so like, of course it's not the worst album. But for people, I I think. And I said it earlier when we reviewed it. It's not a bad album. It's just. It was cliche, and it's something, or preachy, and that's something you really don't <laughs> want it to come off as. Like I'll still listen to it every blue moon because there's some joints from that I really like. But as an album, it wasn't. We're never getting acid rap back, but it wasn't coloring book either. And it was like 
20 songs like fam here's the thing about Chance that is different from, from me than other people I just never thought he was good like I never like I thought his the, the space he hit with Ye and that production and whatnot was a good sound, right? But I never thought he was a good rapper. Like, I never thought he made like that he was some amazing artist or something. No, he just had a good sound that was pop at the time. So like when his joint was trash, I was like, I mean, I don't really expect it. Like I don't think he's some top tier lyricist, <laughs> you know. And I don't like so shout out to Chance, <laughs> you know, push what you want to push. I hope that your your music funds you doing great things. <laughs> I don't think he's great. And then the other album I was disappointed in, it's actually two by the same artist. I was disappointed in Future, man. <laughs> oh, he released music? He dropped an album and an EP. Yeah, I don't think So The Wizard came out top of the year. And I will say this never stop might be my favorite future intro like it's so motivational bruh I was kind of going through something top of the year and I kept playing that almost shed some tears bro I ain't gonna lie to you but overall <laughs> the album it was eh. and then save me dog went viral and I don't go viral I went viral <laughs> off future and he let me down with save me bro <laughs> Like, I mean, like I said, I think Future is just like, when he's in the pocket, he's going to be really good. But Future's been in his R&B Hendrix bag lately, so I'm I'm definitely interested to see what he's coming with 2020. So I'll, I'll take lead and do favorite albums. We're going to do R&B first. Um, shout out LA, Trouble in Paradise. That album was dope. Um, Laven Collie with Low Tide Theory, like that album is really good. Um, shout out my hunger, Rebecca, you know, rest in peace. She told me that's the last person she told me to listen to was Laven Collie. In fact, his album was really good. It's like an homage to her. But for me, man, gotta put Chicks Take Five. You gotta put, um, Ari with Shea Butter Baby. Mm hmm. But if I had to put my album R&B albums of the year, it's one A one B. It's either over it or uh those feelings again with summer and snow respectively. They're the two best R&B albums to me. <laughs> the disrespect. It's not disrespect. The, I love Ari. Ari shouted out flowers and I'm gonna tell you, bro. Clearly, bro. clearly, clearly for bro. me, it's clearly for, you. for you me, you, you did. Because the range what she sings, the the depth, the depth of her topics, her actual voice. I think Ari clearly has the best R and B album of the year. And I follow that with the album that none of y'all be remembering the mention for some reason. Like he ain't dropped damn near a sixty piece. Chris Brown killed it. Was fire, fire, bro. You Red right. still gets played right now. Like seeing that this, live? To, this morning, I played it. Bro, I've seen it live. Special, bro. 
Like, what? Like, yo, some of y'all was dope. Let's not act like it wasn't, okay? Technically, do we, if you, do, would you count Tyler Creators? Like, because it wasn't like rap, so it was like, whatever. But hey, yo, that's cool enough. But what I'm, what I'm trying to hear, if I want variety, I got 50 songs of flames. Like, <laughs> Chris Brown killed it. And then, you know, no one has ever beaten Ari Lennox in her party, yo. Like I said before, she took the EE from Jacquees and made it sound amazing. Like, she can do that all day long. That's up there with Cuddy Hums for me. Like, it's just it's amazing. Like, all right, man. Oh, and another album I forgot because it was like a compilation, but it's still fire. No, you're not going to do it. No, we're not. No, you don't. She does. She's not going to get the same praises for releasing the same shit over and over again. No, Stop. I won't mention her. I won't oh. mention her at all. Okay. Lucky day, bro. Okay, bro. Lucky day, lucky day up next. The reason I didn't glorify his album painted is because I had the EPs that they deleted and now made it to the album. <laughs> but it's a great album. Like Lucky Day is yo, misunderstood. Um freaking roll some more. Like he got some special songs on it. Concentrate still my favorite. So mm. no, I wasn't throwing her in there. I love her. I think she's capable of dropping some immaculate, hopefully in 2020, but not right now. Yeah, you know, we'll rap. see. For me, I'll give you other albums that I like this year, but the best rap album of 2019, Bandana Bro. Mm. That Freddie Gibbs Mad Live, and people might say, oh, that's surprising. No. It's the best rap album. The production, the bars, the the scenarios, the concept, the flows, the features, fam. That's uh, great, bro. I think. I mean, that's definitely up there for sure. Like other albums, I liked Boogie. Hey man, everything. Oh, here you sure. go with Boogie. It's a great rap album, dog. Like <laughs> everything's for sale, man. That's a great rap album. Revenge of the Dreamers. You gotta put that in there. Even though he's been tweaking, I really like I really enjoyed Gold Link's album. Diaspora. That was dope. Mm-hmm. Um other albums I liked. That Ross, man. That was hard. Rhapsody. We mentioned Little Brother. Um, that's a fact. And yo, Wale, yo. Wow, that's crazy. That's my best album of the year. You know, it's wild before you even get into it, because I know you, you, you're going to uh, talk about it. And I'm going to agree with probably every point you made. My coworker, he was like, yo, Jarrell, man, I finally listened to uh, Wale's new album probably the best thing he ever made and i'm like we, we can really have that argument and no one cared and i'm like yep and no one cared bro like wally has so many hits on this album it is ridiculous yeah man like expectations with black is make in, in my opinion top 10 rap song of the year like 
All I'm saying is like, yo, like, like it's the same thing he's always said. Like, yo, if any other artist makes these songs, like that's a popular artist, they're held as the greatest artist of the century, or at least the decade. And from Sue Me is an amazing way to open an album. That shit is what love and loyalty, dope. Like cliche is what flames. Right, right there is exactly what you need. Like we need an Aryan Wale project. Like yo, that was up there. That song, as so far as like the quality, obviously not the biggest hit uh, as this song, but as far as like the quality of the song is right up there with bad. So. And then, like you said, expectations is just like, huh? How you just keep that in the tuck? Like, what? BGM's good. The, the Junk with Tiller is nice. On Chill is beautiful. What else do you need to say about that record? Like, Routine? Like, it definitely was a Meek record. But Meek killed on that shit. <laughs> so that's I mean, all that matters. Like, well, Wally had a good verse. And Ross had a nice verse. Like, Wally's verse was like 8 out of 10. Ross was like an 8 out of 10 around that. Meek was like a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Meek was in his pocket and everything. And that's his whole bounce, too. Um, like I said, the little Dirk joint. Oh, my goodness. Don't even let me skip over the Nina semi-automatic. Huh? Y'all not even thinking of stuff like that. Like I said, this whole album, like, to end with Kelly Price, like, you know how it is. Like, come on, man. Like, I can play that joint front to back consistently. Like, and it's got raps. It's got the vibes, like, the melodies. Like, what don't it have? Like, that's my best album of the year. Like, but um, to go along, to go more with that, um, of course, person who I always champion, my man, Offset. Five Four was a good album, and it's clearly the best. best amigos, clearly the best albums. of the amigos solo albums. And I told people he's the Bobby Brown of amigos, but y'all didn't want to listen. And now he proved it. Like the the concepts of what he talked about, the, the actual songs, it wasn't just like the whole turn up joint. Like he had CeeLo Green on the hook for us. Like come on, like what more he got to do for y'all to tell you how he coming? So, um, also, Roddy Ritz came in at the end of the year. Please excuse me for being anti-social. That album, I've played that album front to back so many times. It's amazing. Ended the joint war, baby, which sounds so amazing. With the choir, bro. Fam. Like, like I said, obviously another album that I didn't think was going to be as crazy as it was, but it's amazing. Family Ties. Fat Joe and Dre. Like, yeah. let's never let that go. Because that was, that that was definitely vibes, bars, come on. That shit sounds beautiful. Like that, crack. What? The legend. So shout out to you, man. BX and B next, nigga. Max B, House Money was nice for me. I like the project. Obviously, obviously, I love Purple Haze 2. It's dope. I've been playing Purple Haze 2 since it came out the last week and a half, you know? So I love it. Losing Weight Part 3. Like, it's so much the Believe and Flee big deal. Like, it's something in Harlem. Like, it's dope. Like, so shout out to Cam. And like I said, El Capo, what? I be, I had that up there with um Bandana for before, like, the second half of the album started dropping. Like, as my albums of the year. Because Jim just sounded even better once again. The production was so good. Like, it's been a real good 
And and lastly, I think you might listen to him more than I have. I haven't really given the proper due, and that's on me. But Griselda? Fam, oh yeah, I was going to get to that. Right before I get to them, the guy who I was, is a, I'd like to give praise if I'm going to talk shit about you. Shout out to Dave East. Survival was a great album. Great album. Like, and it had great songs and nice radio joints. It's got nice vibes on it too. And I always tell people, like, once he starts to make a quality songs, he will have a great projects. And that survival, I don't want to go without talking about survival and saying that is amazing. Now, like you said, shout out to Griselda on um, Conway, Westside Gun, Benny. Anytime you, any year that you get a whole cosign and deal with Rock Nation and end it off with a Drake cosign, you're doing something fucking right. Okay? Like, shout out to them. Talk about bringing bars back or quote unquote bringing bars back because they ain't never left, but they definitely a part of, of the new frontier that's pushing that. Like, yo, we just the best rappers of this shit, and this is the shit we talk about. Like, they got the gritty, grimy New York shit. They from Buffalo. Um, that's crazy in itself. Like, they are on a tear. Um, yeah. They have not let. You know, shady records and nothing dumbed them down. Like it's really good. Um, I want to see what they do in the future, especially see what comes of this Rock Nation partnership and stuff. So we'll see how that goes because, but they have hella talent. They all they were putting out product back to back. Westside Gun put out like one. No Limit, but it's exactly, inspired. and it's just them three. Like No Limit had a million artists. It's just them three. Just back, boom, 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 boom. So shout out to them. They are definitely cooking at an alarming rate, and it's crack. So, like, shout out to them. All right, so let's. We're, we're almost at the close of the end of 2019. Because it's the end of the year, it's going to be a long episode. So if you're listening, we appreciate you. We still got more to come. So, <laughs> um, movies and shows, man. We 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 mentioned it earlier. I never bought into the Game of Thrones wave. Um, Rob was an active member of the mm-hmm. Hive. Um, the series like ended. What? And, and how do you feel, man? Um, I would say, I remember, like I said, I got into Game of Thrones the summer I went to my sister's spot in Arizona. Because the first time I saw an episode of it, my oldest brother showed me an episode, and it was the unsullied get one of the dudes getting his nipple cut off. When obviously the first thing you see about a show is a dude getting his nipple cut off, you're not really too pressed to see it again. <laughs> so, but one day I'm at my sister's crib, and I just start binge watching. That shit is amazing. I was telling, I was tweeting, telling like, "Yo, this is up there with the wire as the greatest show of all time." And as I let it settle, it's still for me a top five show of all time even though the last season was talk about level of disappointment I listened to Summertime Shootout 320 times before I look at some of them episodes again the writing was bad sometimes the storylines were stupid Cersei died in a damn looked like an earthquake like I had, but like in hindsight, like it was some good moments. Like Arya stabbed the Night King with the blade. That was ill. Like Daenerys going crazy with the dragon was ill. I like seeing people burn up. <laughs> like you know, I had some moments, but like I, like I said, uh, it, yeah, it left a lot to be desired, especially for the final season. But oh no. 
It was a pretty good show. It's a great show. So for me, I think my favorite show of the year. It might be Godfather Harlem. Oh yeah, that's definitely the best show of the year. That's not even close. Like what? Every episode is potent. Every episode from historical facts to acting, cinematography, the score. Right. The theme song period. The best. Damn, like yo, I've looked at almost all the episodes at least three times. It's interesting because Isaiah, he's looking, he's catching up because he didn't get to see any when he was at school. So now mm-hmm. he's watching it. So I'm rewatching it with him. I'm like, dang, this is still really good. <laughs> like, right? It's like, yo, fam, like, it's just amazing. I can't wait till that comes back. Like, yo, when you, <laughs> like, we're going to have to settle for power until it comes back. And that's, talk about a drop off. It's a huge drop off. Oh my gosh. Close. One has forced <laughs> Whitaker. The other one doesn't. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fact. You got dancing ass ghost. <laughs> Every time I see a video of him dancing, I'm like, yo, this guy's so weird. <laughs> so, yeah, that is one of my favorite shows. Um, for me, the NFL, like, top 100, like, all-time teams. Because for me, like, I'm an NFL films junkie. So, seeing that has been really cool. And seeing, like, Bill Belichick geek over certain players. Like, you know, Ed Reed, my, my goat. But, um, yeah, like. Uh, nah, it's, it's, it's been. Did you say who? <laughs> the homeless man? Hall of Famer, first ballot. Oh, he's like a Hall of Famer. So he's like champion. super homeless. Defense player of the year. Heisman Trophy winner? Oh, no. Didn't make him. the list. <laughs> Heisman Trophy winner? Didn't make the list. Oh, because he played two positions, so they split it? Okay. So I'm saying. It in one? That's what I'm saying. Like, when you play both positions, then they, you split the ball. Just like the MVP, both. Woodson? He got a Heisman? He was all pro in three but, positions. But do he have a Heisman? <laughs> he was all pro in three I, positions. I think like he, he's not a legend in two games like he P.B. Kirkland, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. College and pros. I'm saying. Okay. But, no, that's that's been um a favorite for me. I'm trying to think. Any other, like, shows I've been, like, heavy on? I've been watching, like, Black Love with Taylor you know that's been that's actually been what what? I'm being honest bro Black Love is on own what is that it's it's where they like interview different couples and they talk about the various you sound like some weird shit no one cares um anyway (laughs) hey Taylor Flame Rob not me Taylor yo let's just team up and flame that (laughs) no no Yeah, Sad thing is, it's probably gonna happen, and it always happens. Exactly. I'm, I'm sleep like y'all came for me last night. I wake up, I see y'all tweeting about jaded. I was like, I saw that. I'm gonna play jaded you. today, and I was like, you just was like, oh my god, it's amazing. But it's <laughs> yeah, like no, um, this, like, what other shows like shows? I don't know. I mean, movies. We we got movies. I think the biggest. The only one that, like, the biggest one, of course, is come on, we know what it is. Avengers Endgame. Oh. It's the biggest movie. That was a culmination, man. That was, like, fam. I love you, 3000. Bruh. It'll bring you to my eyes, man. I. 
am <laughs> Iron Man. Damn. Bro, Damn. that was that was heavy, bro. Fam, the theater was like, oh my god, oh my god. Like you know it was crazy because like I was like, yo, you know me, like I got like not like anxiety issues, so I don't go to the theater by myself with other people be doing. But like I told myself, I gotta see this movie in three. Like I gotta see this in the best way possible. Whether someone goes, so like I was like taking long to go, and she was like, "Oh, I think I might see." I'm like, "Yo, fam, I don't care." Okay, whatever. Screw that. I just copped the ticket. <laughs> I sat in that. The whole theater was going crazy, and it wasn't just like you know black people be going crazy in the movie theater, but like it wasn't just. It was. Everybody. No, that fight scene. One for for um Cap to say Avengers Assemble, dog. Ooh. That was loud. Or freaking when Cap got the uh hammer. Was like, oh my oh. goodness! I t- everybody was like, I know it. <laughs> like that was crazy when all the people started coming through the portals. That was ill. It was it was so like, fire. Yo. I, I still watch that movie. I go, man, that shit was amazing. That was yeah, a moment so for us. That was that was a huge moment. Us was a moment. Um, Fam. Shout out to I Got Five on it. Can never listen to that song the same. Ever yeah, again. that shit is like, I, I tell you, like, every time I've ever heard that song, I'm associated with weed. So it's just like, oh, I got them. And then the, that was the, literally the first time I ever heard it and thought, wow, this is a really good, scary movie song. And yeah, like dun, you said. Dun, nope. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Like, if I got the lights off, I'm smoking, and that song comes on, guess who's changing it? <laughs> yeah, so that was a good movie. We got some um, Queen Slim. I don't, did you get a chance to see it yet? Nah, I still haven't seen it. Queen and Slim, really good film. Um, right. I don't know if this counts as a film necessarily, but uh, when they see us, yes, that's that was crazy. It was a. Uh, it, it, it's weird to call that type of movie amazing because it's it's really like yeah, because it's like tough. yo, like what are you? Yeah, it's weird, but like yeah, but yeah, I know what you mean though. It's just like no, it was it was an excellent. Uh, Excellent body of work. It definitely was the heaviest thing, probably of 2019. Yeah, like that put me, like I said, like for me, like that put me in the minds of how I felt when I was like eight years old. And I first saw like eyes on the prize and roots. Like yo, just being eight year old, you don't have that kind of like ability to process the emotions. So you're just like super angry. It's like yeah. that took me right back to that. Like yo, like I've never been this uncontrollably angry at something. How Corey lived is a testament. Like to that's because how we made it. And it's like, and I tell people like, yo, that's just so crazy because like I have real life friends that I'm like that with. Like you know what I'm saying? Like if Jabril was somewhere and he told me like, yo, fam, I gotta go down to the joint and like I just want you to roll with me because this is crazy. I'll be right there rolling with him. And that's like a real that that's crazy. But like he's like, yo, I even, I'm not even, I'm just here as a friend. Yeah. And your whole life has changed. Like, it's crazy to see him like living their lives out in the public now, in the public and, eye and now. And freaking, what's your call, is dating 
Um, I, I feel like half of them delicious. got delicious. Yeah, I, got, I, like, I, I saw like three of them back, like some reality TV stars. Like, I swear it's been more than one. And like, yeah, that's wild. But it's like, yo, nigga, get it how you live. Like, if you've been, if I was through that shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the dudes, like, who good home from doing 20 something years in jail for something they didn't do is like, and they got $5 million now. And like, all they do is smoke weed or all they do is fuck bitches. And like, yo, fam, if I spent 20 years in prison for something I didn't do, like, there's no way you can tell me how to spend my life, though. So, like, yo, you want to smash all these reality TV shows? If they want to get on, like, a, get, like, some press clipping, and you, like, shoot, as long as they're giving it up, hey, get it how you live. Attention is a currency just like cash now. Spend it wisely. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a crazy... Like, Alright, but before we go, man, um, should we end it with the, you know, people who, who we lost this year? Oh, yeah. I mean, that, we definitely gotta touch on that. I mean, cause we, we almost hit in two hours, which is, which is cool, but still. Yeah. I, I think before we get closing, man, we gotta pay our respects. First and foremost, man, uh, to the late great, you know, Nipsey Hussle. That's um, that's still crazy. That that's still kind of surreal. I, I think I take uh, pride and honor that I was able to go to the store. Mm. Um, it's weird because I don't want to say yo, I'm a real fan, but if someone like try to like G check me, be like, hey, like I saw him in concert with Tyler. I saw him at Broccoli. I went to the store in L.A. Like I I, I saw it and. <laughs> Right. And uh just just to see that, you know, go down like I couldn't even enjoy Duke losing. Like Duke lost that day and no one cared, mm. you know. Like it went from dang Zion's not making the final four to yo Duke choked uh to yo Nip got shot. What? Yo, yeah. <laughs> that was I'll tell you that time was so like I like one that time in itself was crazy because at that time like for me as a person who likes battle rap, like the battle rapper Tech Nine had just died the week before. So it was still like, oh that was crazy. Then Nip dies and it's like Wait, Youngs is just dying every week, like cause I remember when you sent it to me. Yeah. And I was like before I put it in the group me, I sent it to you. I remember it was like, Hey guys, y'all hear about what's going on with Nip? Yo, man, what's going on? He got the new album with Meek, right? I was like, in my mind, I'm like, they don't know. And I was just like, I hate to be the one that's going to break this. Yeah, I, yeah, and I was like, and then when I, once you send it, I was like, yo, I don't know who that is in the video, but I know whoever that is. Yeah. It's like, and I was like, man, like, it was crazy because, like, like I said, and then for me, like personally, like I said, like my niece died like the week after that. So like that whole period was just like, and then like my birthday's a week after that. So like you got nip on one day, then literally the week after it's my niece, then that week I was like, oh, be happy. It's your birthday. Like, so that was just a crazy time. Um, shout out to Jamari for helping me get through that with that song, man. That was a dope song. So the 26 two. Um, 
But yeah, like that was like it's crazy because like I said, I remember first hearing Nipsey like on the French Montana joint. That was crazy. And I was like, Oh wow. West Coast got another guy. And I heard him with the on the song he had with guns and Lloyd Banks. I was like, yo, and then I just like started following the Drake record was amazing. The killer joint. Like yeah. that was crazy. Like and I was like, yo, he's he's you know, He's heating up and he's selling mixtape for like I was like oh my gosh he's on it like talk about determination like he really just was grinding every year was like and it's like yo if you're part of the person like obviously like he's got the whole mainstream look now because obviously his untimely death and things but like if like you're a person who's like you know you know me I'm a mixtape guy so it's like I'm in the mixtape no and like of course you you know you on the on the new music all the time so like when you've seen it. And you're like, oh man, like we've literally seen, we saw like his, the span of his whole career. Like, that's crazy to see, like, wow, this dude is every time I would see like BT award shows or something like that, or I'll see like, I'll look at mixtape award shows, or I'll see like certain stuff like online where you see like the movers and shakers that, and I'll see Nipsey, like, obviously not on like the front red carpet with everybody. But, like, you'll see him around. Like, you'll see him on Instagram with somebody, you know, talking, doing important shit. And then I remember how, like, the collective happiness, like, everybody who felt invested in his career was when Victory Lab came out. Like, we're all like, oh, wow, we finally get it. And then when we heard it and it was fire... We're all like, yo, he really did it. Like, that was like. Yeah. And then to see, like, a year later, like, man. Yeah, rest in peace to them. No, it was between that and. And uh losing, you know, Pops, John Witherspoon, man. Oh yeah, like that was that's crazy for me because he came to my job two, mm. two months before he died. And with me, you know, if I meet a celeb, like I've I've had the privilege to get a picture with him. But when I meet <laughs> him, I'll just say what's up. Like literally the other day we had yesterday we had Eric Benet. And I met Eric Benet, so I was you should have hit him. It's up to him. Keep you know, pushing. And I always think of the lyric, you know, never go Eric Benet. Yeah, you should tell I'm, him. You should have slipped like, him a note. It's like, I'm no, bad. No. Not as bad as Eric Benet, but, um. <laughs> exactly. Like, who wants to be like, hey, you cheated on Holly. You're stupid. <laughs> but, uh, for me, I don't take pictures with all. I'll say what's up. You know, you might have a word or two. But I remember my boy, my boy Randy, he out in Cleveland. He works for the news out there. And he he was just in in Cleveland and he and my man was like, Yo, I met John with his bum at Pops. I was like, Yo, he was just here not too long ago. You know he had to mm. do make sure you get your photo or whatever. He was like, Bet. And that was probably a week before he died. Wow. He died. I was like, Bro, I just seen him on your story. Like, what you mean? Wow. That was like wow. That's weird. It's, it's weird that no one like seeing people right before that. Yeah, that's kind of cute. 
And that was like, shoot, I remember like the whole Boondocks thing was getting steam. We were like, yo, we were really about to get Boondocks again. And then it was like, wow. Then shoot, then we looked like we were all getting um another Friday. And then like, yeah, rest in peace. Man, just like yo. Screw the uh the lots because they didn't clear it in time. Yeah, like that. See, and that's the crazy thing because we always look at like, yo, fam. You know, some people just figure like they're just gonna be around forever, even though it makes no sense. But it's like you're just accustomed to them being there. And like Morgan Freeman's been here my whole life. (laughs) Like. Uh, that would be weird not to have a moment for you, you know? Yeah. Right. Honestly, to end it on a positive note, then we, we really will get up out of here because it's too much. For, again, if you made it this far, we appreciate you. I'm not trying to be on a Joe Budden two hours and change, but we, we hitting that mark. <clears throat> um... What's your expectations for yourself in 2020 and for the podcast? Um, I think, like, for me, 2018 was filled with a lot of just, like, rolling with the punches. And, like, I feel like now it's time to counterpunch and respond. Like, I feel like 2020 is the year. Like, not just the whole, oh, 20, new year, new me, or, oh, this is, you know, put my best foot, my next, make my next move, my best move, or something like that. But, nah, for real, like, I feel like 2018 has really been a setup for, like, so much. And it's just like, now you see, you start to see things clear. Like, all right, so here, like, where you thought you were confused at, or you thought you had 10 options, or you thought you wanted to do all these things, now nah, these are what you really want to do. This is what you really got to focus on. So me, 2020 is just a year of execution. Like, 2019 was a year. Okay, let me get the feel out and, you know, just try to survive this moment. Now 2020 is a year of execution. Like, knock everything down and set up. As for the podcast, you know, like I really, like I really just want, yeah, just just crisper everything. Like you know, do we're gonna do more interviews? We're gonna sell more merch. We're gonna just just gonna level up in every way possible. Like it sounds cliche, but it's just like it's one of them like like it's one of them a thousand jumper things. Like you just work at it. Like everything. I don't think it's a snap of the finger thing that I expect for us. I just think it's an everyday thing. We just. So I think 2019 was really like our year of realization that, yo, we're taking this to the next level. Yeah. And I think 2020 is a continuation of that. Like, of, of like, yo, because I feel like, I feel like after the first time where we had to like restart, I feel like we've been in no man's land where we're like, okay, let's just be consistent with it. And now we're just, Okay, we've already shown ourselves that we're consistent. We've already shown ourselves that, like, we care about this. Like, now it's the next level. Like, now it's everything being realized. So, like I said, more the same for me as far as, like, this connection with myself. Like, just the execution year. Like, 2020 is where we knock it down. Like, 
we line up these interviews, knock them down. Like we start doing everything that we say we're gonna do. Right. So, right. Well, yeah, that, that's what I see for us, and that's what I see for me. All right, for me, um, I think 2019, 2019 was a, was an eventful year, um, to say the least. Some new highs, like bought myself a car, um, we tra- travel more, travel out the country twice, which that's a blessing. Um, I got injured a couple times. <laughs> Uh, That's not funny, but it is. I got a new job. So, you know, I'm I'm constantly, like, working. So I think 2019 was just exercising all of my options. And in 2020, like you said, just getting them corrected, I think. Um, Biggest thing is is consistency. uh, Just, I guess, patience. Patience, I think, is going to be the key for my 2020. But I've been telling uh, Taylor this, my girl. I think 2020 is going to be a shift. I don't know what the shift's going to be. It's like a shift in energy. Like, I don't know. It's, just, it's going to be just a shift. Um. So we'll, we'll see what happens. And I think for the podcast, I want to be more consistent. want to be able to, to record enough evergreen episodes that way if we need a break we can just drop one <laughs> just like all right man this week we're off do whatever you need to do whatever um just want to do that we want to start getting video uh we're approaching 100 episodes so that's crazy in itself like we really gonna have 100 episodes um more interviews i think the merch is going to continue to go up um, and that that's gonna be pretty cool. And um, yeah, man, I, I think just 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 time to you know just be heard by the right people. It's now we're, we're putting in the work, we're putting in ten thousand hours, but now it's just trying to be heard by the right people, and just seeing how far we could take it. Um, to be on the scene more and. And just have fun with it. I think we're going to make more guest appearances. I want it to be where you're making guest appearances too, where it's just like, yeah, I got to do this podcast. I'm like, oh, they don't need me? Perfect. Cool. Like, go get your money. Like, do your thing. Um, yeah, definitely. It's just, just time to expand the brand. Let people know. And it's just a, it's a good thing. But the more we're in their face with it, the better our results will be. So that's it. I mean, other than that, for me personally, like, you know, just continue to try to get be a better person each and every day, um, move in a positive direction, um, meant or continue to strengthen the relationships I have with my family, with my friends, my girl, um, make, make new relationships that, you know, uh, prepare me for the future. And just have fun, man. That's really what it's all about. Like, if you're not having fun with what you're doing, what we're doing it for. Like, we, people listen to us talk every, every day or every week. I don't know how often they listen to us. <laughs> and it's something that we, 
we built our friendship on hour long conversations and now they're podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's crazy, right? That's kind of crazy to think about. Like, for those who may not understand, Rob and I in 10th grade, we were together, like, we had, what, three classes together? Three, so we four classes. We had history or Ellison. We had uh, English, uh, Miss People, yeah, got English, Miss Yo, chill, man. Oh Still my man. man. Who's um, that? That's her son that I'm cool with. That oh, one day might sorry, be bro. That's wow. <laughs> that you said that afterwards, but you knew I was going to say that. And she is an um, amazing teacher too. Intro to uh, computer science. Oh, they had the bad drinks there. <laughs> Did we have? Oh, were we? Were you in algebra two trick with me? No. Okay. Yeah, those were just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Government. We just had English, Ellison, and um, and computer science. Yep. Right. So, I think from there, and then eleventh grade, like <laughs> you left after a week. We'll need to explain why you left. But then, like our friendship was just strictly on us calling each other. Yeah, we spoke on like a routine basis, and it was like hour long. And even like when we went away to school, when we would catch up, be an hour long conversation. Be like, "Yo, hit me up, bro. We gotta catch That's up." That's crazy. Cause if you ever talk to anybody else about like talking on the phone, I don't spend this much time talking to anybody else on the phone. Like I'm really a two minute conversation guy. Like, yo, what? What you need? All right, all right, peace. Like yeah, literally like that's it. Just like the just like the way I got your number, Pauls. Um, like me thinking like, yo man, he's a cool dude. Like I should really keep in contact with him. I can count on one hand how many people I've ever like how many men I've ever asked for the number to contact them for anything, whether it's a job, whether it's getting a ride somewhere, like anything. Like I just don't. That's not something I do. Like so, like that's crazy that I was like. Yo, man, yeah. He seems like he's such a cool ass nigga, yo. And then, like, we're just still cool, man. Right. That's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, y'all. Um, no, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, This is gonna come out New Year's Eve. This is the last episode. It's crazy. It's gonna be last episode 2019, bro. Yeah, like, ooh, man. Like, that is crazy. So, I also want to say rest in peace, John Singleton. So I feel like yeah. I don't want that to get lost in the sauce. So yeah, that's that's another great vision that we lost this year. 2019, man. It's been a hell of a year, bro. Most definitely. But I'll let you outro the song because we, we came in with All Me, which is one of my favorite songs right, right now with Kehlani and uh, Keisha Cole. So we're going to let Rob choose his favorite song or uh, one of his favorites of the year. My, one of my favorites of the year. It just seemed like, like I said, it just seemed like it was timely and it meant, and it's just a great song to me. And it's part of a great project. So the Good Die Young by Jim Jones off of El Capo. Play it, stream it. The album's fire, guys. And the song. See y'all in 2020. Until next time, I'll be safe out there, man. Yeah. Peace. Peace.
beat makers. Crack music. All the good die young. Maybe it's better. Where I'm from. I'm still affiliated with fellas, of course. Looking at the news, man, we closer to hell than I thought. Reflecting while I'm smoking the L in my Porsche. Straight up out my pocket, man, I just pulled the bell in the car. I wish I could speak on my case. Not a good feeling when police got the heat in your face. Money set back, but we still gotta keep it on waste. Riding through my hood, is so much talent, I see that's a waste. Without a platform, looking for an outlet. We was taught to get money if I called it in out yet. If it was 02, we was trying to get the 0-3. My first 10 grams, I was trying to get an OZ. On the bus, must have had an angel cause I should have been shackled and cuffed. Started catching feeling, fell in love with the map when it bust. You ever heard the sound of fall paper start crackling up? The fire start to hit it and the feet hit the cracks for a rush. Brothers killing brothers, so how could you ask me about trust? Some of these things I'm having issues with. 44 bully info beam with the pistol grip. All the good night, Just to give you some specifics. Or what the telecast for ballistics She left a bunch of kisses on my boxes with a lipstick My cars from overseas, I buy my watches from the district I, All the good die young I'm a grown man, I'm an old man Savage nigga and I swing iron like Conan Have a bunch of ghost face killers shoot at your whole clan My man E caught a charge and now we trying to get a program You pull up to the crib, you leave the keys with the dough man I, I, It's just life nigga It's just life, nigga. All the good die young. 